This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello City fans, uh, good evening and welcome to episode 5 of the City event. Um, we're doing something a little bit different this week, uh, we're doing it live on YouTube, we've never done this before, so if it doesn't work, we apologise in advance. <laughs> I'm, with my, uh, I'm with my co-host Chris, how's things mate? Yeah, good man, how are you? Um, you had a good weekend? Good mate, yeah, you uh, you saw that I've been caravanning and meeting fans, you know, getting packed and all that. <laughs> what to, uh, I have to wear this cap now and some sunglasses when I go out of the house, just in case you know people spot wow. me and what have you. You know. It can't help being a celebrity, can you? It's one of those things, isn't it? It's just, just come with the, you know, the, the, the ground, I guess. Um, but no, honestly, for anybody that's listening that did see my tweet, it were a total joke. Um, I know the guy that got a picture of me. I've known him for years. So, yeah, I don't, I don't think that much of myself, I promise. I promise you. So, yeah, Chris, lots to talk about. Um, firstly, recruitment. I know we were going to start with other bits and bobs, but a bit of breaking news. Elite what? Yeah, I don't think anybody saw that one come in, did they? <laughs> um, I think I'm still in shock, really, to be honest with you. His agent had been touting him around the Champions League, Champions League, Championship. Obviously didn't get there. Obviously he's gone for... <laughs> Sorry, mate. I've just seen a oh, comment. I told you. Listen... <laughs> Everyone, everyone knows it. It's not the first time. It won't be the last time. Sorry, I've, I've totally ruined that. So somebody just mentioned in the chat that Chris looks like a young, a young Ricky Gervais, and I totally see it. So that's why I've just got it. It ain't the first time, Richard. Um, but yeah, okay. it's it's kind of like it's a big surprise. I think to be honest with you, I, I, has he gone for the money? I think he's just gone because there's no one else who's gone for him, to be honest with you, and pay for him. Um, yeah. I'm not saying he's a terrible player because I don't think he is, but I, he's, he's from what we understand, we know that the club have offered the same wages as anybody else. So for him to go to Salford, yeah, it, it's a big surprise. I think it's probably a big letdown for himself. Maybe he thought he was going to be playing a little bit higher than that, and he hasn't, so... Yeah, it's interesting because his agent's been touting him around to all these championship clubs and even Dara said that, you know, they've been touted there and Portsmouth were, were a shout in League One and for him to end up in League Two, it is it is a shock. Um, Money-wise, we're told that he got offered the same deal um, at City. Um, he just felt like he wanted a fresh start and I mean, some of the comments in that story though, it just baffles me a bit like the gaffer's a big reason that I'm moving and I mean, we've got Mark Hughes as our manager, like what 
what is that all about? It's, I mean, they've just brought in Neil Wood from, you know, Man United. On the, I mean, it's the under-23. So, he's, 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 you know, developed quite a few players for Man United. But I don't think it's... I don't know. I think it's just. I think it's just a line. To be honest with you, I'm, I'm very, very surprised at that. And it's, it's not. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna struggle. I mean, he's just gone from Bradford City, and I, I know it's not everything. In going, you know, playing in front of 12, 13, 14, 15,000 fans, and he's going to be playing in front of a couple of thousand people every week now. Where you know, maybe he will get the same kind of wage, but to me, it just doesn't make sense. It's not. It's not a good signing. It's not a good deal for me. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I, I don't think it's for the money. I, would you say that maybe the fact that fans got on his back a little bit might be something to do with it? I know certain people on the spaces might think that, but I, I don't think players think like that personally. Um, thoughts on that one, mate? Yeah, I, I think maybe. I think he has obviously come into... He has had a lot of abuse, but then again, there has been times where... Let's face it, some of his corners have been absolutely atrocious. I'm not saying it was time to move on this summer. It definitely was. Certainly, I'm not disappointed he's not here. He was probably going to be second fiddle to Smallwood anyway, isn't he? I, I, I can't see how he would get in the team with Smallwood there. So, am I surprised that he's leaving? No. Am I surprised he's gone to Salford? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just it's just just a really strange deal. I mean, I expected to see him maybe in League One. I know there was rumours going on that it might have been at Derby. I don't know whether that's changed because of Rooney obviously leaving. Um, but it's just just strange, just a strange, strange deal for me. Really, yeah. really strange. I must say, I was expecting somebody different. I don't know why, but I, I thought that Portsmouth deal might have legs. But he is from um, Preston, isn't he? I think so. I thought maybe. A team, a team over that side of the border would suit him and, and Salford obviously are that side so it's closer to home and stuff but yeah, is it a downgrade? Potentially, uh, but Salford do always put a good team together, they've got plenty of money to spend and they do bring some good names in but season yeah. season, they've not done anything. But you can say that and exactly, I mean, I mean, you know so again, some, you know, some betting agencies are saying that they're favourites for promotion again but they've had two seasons where they've been mid-table you know, look at last season with Boyer in, in charge and you know they flopped again I mean that team shouldn't have flopped like it did but you know I just I just don't see it it's um, but I mean I, I'm just reading a comment from John B where it said uh, the problem is you need to be a strong character to play in centre midfield for Bradford City Gary Jones should McCall etc unfortunately what wasn't a strong enough character probably right to be fair John and that's where I think that Smallwood fits in I think that I do think that Smallwood is going to be um, our Gary Jones. I really do. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And I feel like we've improved on what... One thing I would say, though, about what is that when Hughes came in, I feel like his game did improve a lot uh, under the right manager. I think under Adams, like I've said this so many times, but he was Adams' like main man. There was too much pressure on him to do a job in midfield. And I feel like it was it got to him and he just sort of struggled a bit at times and... There was a lot of time where he had that ball and he lost it in that midfield position and then teams broke from him and then we struggled when we had Adam. So, yeah, and to be honest with you, it goes with my best. I know he split opinion a bit, a bit my might with Elliot Watt, but he's a talented player and I think he'll do well elsewhere. But it goes with my best wishes and I'm sure Chris's as well. Uh, yeah, but I don't think... I don't know. I, I think um, I think it's a bad choice for his career. So, he might, he might go with my best wishes, but I think it's a poor move. 
but he was never going to stay here. He wasn't going to stay here for this, you know, for this next year or two years. So, you know, whatever. Yeah. Let's so we'll, move on. we'll move on. Um, so we're going to look at the rest of the recruitment in obviously good, good vibes. So starting with like from last week, we'll start with Critchlow. I don't think we talked about it in the last pod because it was afterwards. Thoughts on Critchlow for me? Good signing. Yeah, really good signing. I am. Um, I didn't realise it was the same one at the time when he signed for us that was that was at Swindon last season. Uh, he's a you know he's a very good central defender, but he also likes, believe it or not, to play football. He he's very good um, with his distribution. He's not just a hoofer. He can run. Uh, he can dribble. Um, and he's he's the kind of player that I think that would be really exciting to see at City. Um, Swindon fans were, you know, they were saying a lot of good stuff about him last week when we when we signed him. I'm very very interested to see how he's gonna, you know, how he, how he's gonna be in this team. But I think he's I think he's a really good signing. Um, for those of you that don't know as well, Huddersfield as well, they do um, really rate him. Again, he's another one though from this youth side that's out of contract in the summer. So again, is there a possibility that if he does well this season, then we, you know, we could we could go on and and do something a bit better. So we'll we'll see. But um, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm I'm quite excited with him. He's 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 um. If you watch some of his YouTube clips, there's one where he's at Swindon last season and he's literally got the ball run from uh, his own box and he's just gone straight through to the midfield and put the ball forwards. So he's not afraid to, you know, show his skills off or even actually just run forwards, which I've I've, I've mentioned before about Powdy was that Powdy was not that player. He was not... Um, He's not someone who could pass the ball, or he—he he was certainly someone who couldn't run with the ball anyway. And I, I, in all honesty, I think that that is probably why Bielsa let him go to us for three years because he wasn't that kind of footballer. So, Critchlow, I'm—I'm I'm very excited, mate. How about yourself? Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with you. Um, I think what it tells us is because Matty Daly, exactly the same, is he's a ball playing centre back, and I feel like it tells us a lot about how we're going to play next season. We're going to be on the front foot. We're going to be trying to play the ball forwards. We're not going to be hoofing it. I mean, we could be wrong, but it doesn't look that way. Um, even when we're looking at Odisuna, that's another rumour that we'll touch on. That a player that we all really want to come in. And then obviously we've sung the songs about him. Sang the songs about him and things like that. Um, so we'll have to see. But I feel like all the players we're going for, they're all they're all ball playing footballers. And I feel like next season we're going to see exciting football is the best thing I can say about it. Critchlow. I don't know a lot about him. Um, I know it's a good signing just from the way that Swindon fans reacted because they were like, why have we not got back, back, back in for him? And um, and yeah, the only thing that I'd say is that last season, he was on loan at Swindon and they pulled him back and on the same day went on loan to Plymouth in League One. So is there a risk of that happening again? Because we that happened with Matty Daly, didn't it, with us last season? And talking about Matty Daly, there's some news coming that he's actually just signed for Harrogate on loan for next season. Um, he was a total flop when he came in for me, to be honest. So we'll, we'll see how he does next season. Um, but it was anonymous in, in my head. But yeah, um, with these lone players with, with town, are you worried that they might want to pull them back? That's the only concern that I'd have on that one. Um, you're right. They they did that a couple of times last season. Um, do I, I think we've got good links with them. I hate to say it, but we do. I think we've got good links with the club and I don't, envisage that they will do that next season with us. I imagine that those are probably conversations that they've already been gone, you know, behind the scenes of, you know, well, to be honest with you, we've we've kind of, you know, we've we've 
this has happened before. Can we, you know, can we make sure that this doesn't happen again? I, I would also get the impression that the two lads probably would want to do that. Um, Daly, you're right. I think Daly was pretty terrible, in all honesty. Uh, he probably didn't have a massive amount of time. There was the injury, whether that was an injury or not, I don't know. Um, but then, obviously, uh, Hartlepool fans really, really liked him, really rated him, so it'll be interesting to see what we'll do. But hopefully, we'll keep them both on side and that, that Huddersfield will be happy with that. Exactly. You want to see. Um, what, what Gareth's saying in the chat is that if we don't play the loanies, they'll get recalled. So, yeah, absolutely right. But the problem was that last season, Daly and Critchlow were both starting, you know, for um, both Swindon and um, Hartlepool. Um, yeah, so, yeah. that's a problem. But will it happen? We don't know. So, we do need some more depth, I think, at centre-back. And does that mean Odysseuna might come in? I'm going to keep saying it as many times as I can. <laughs> In hope that it happens. So, um, just looking at the other recruitment, we've got some other names that we're going to speak about, starting with the man himself, Richie Smallwood. Oh, oh what a signing. What a signing. I think we, um, you know, there have been rumours for a few weeks that he was going to be signing. Um, I don't know where they came from. So, but I mean, I mean, anyone, anyone in the right mind wouldn't have thought that Smallwood was going to sign for Bradford City. I think even yeah. when, we, you know, even... It was up until that point when he actually, you know, the video was released of Smallwood. Um, he will be our Gary Jones. There is no doubt about it in my mind. You know, he's just had two seasons at Hull where he was captain. He's played pretty much every single game in the championship. Um, a lot of people expected him to be either maybe get a championship club or definitely, without a doubt, League One. So the fact that he's come down to League Two, and there's been a lot of, you know, there's a lot of things on Twitter, a lot of like journalists that have been mentioning about it and saying, um, how how have they pulled that off? And to be honest with you, it, what a signing! It's just incredible. It's, um, you know, I just, I just, I didn't, I want pause in there. <laughs> I was just having a drink of some going up juice because that's all I've got to say about that one, mate. Because that is a phenomenal signing. <laughs> That is honestly the, the signing of the season in League Two. Um, I, I, I couldn't believe it when it when it came across on you know on the, the socials. I mean, we we were rumoured for weeks, weren't we? we? Were expecting it a little bit, but for it to actually happen, like you've just alluded to, captain, forty-two games, or whatever it was last season for Hull. All the comments from their fans and Blackburn fans as well about him. It's unreal. Um, I saw the tweets. I retweeted something from Smallwood's brother and uh, Stephen Gent. His dad played with Smallwood's dad when they were like in the divisions in, in uh, up in Middlesbrough, Red Car were from where they're from. So that connection has basically won that particular transfer. I mean, we can speak about Mark Hughes all we want, but that is all down to Stephen Gent. So unbelievable. And I think that without a doubt, Harry Chapman comes with that deal as well. I wouldn't, We wouldn't have got him unless, um, but with both of them, I feel like they came as sort of like a little package in a way. And uh, they've bought into something and they, they believe that they've come here because they believe that we're going to do things next season and we're going to play the right style of football. So, brilliant. Unbelievable, mate. Unbelievable. Incredible stuff. It really is incredible stuff. I mean, the pair of them two just excites me. Uh, I was talking to someone earlier on today and they were saying, what do you think your chances are going up? And I said, to be honest with you, if I look at our transfer dealings this summer. I'm not jealous of any other club in our league and it's the first time I can genuinely say that in such a long time. So, 
yeah, I think I think he's he's done the job, and he so far. I mean, at this point, I mean, if everything goes, you know, to pot next season or halfway through, I think if we look back on this date, twenty seventh of June, we can all say that we were all pretty happy about what's gone on. Absolutely, yeah, everyone's positive. And the, when talking about the sign of the season, I mean, the only one that comes close to me in, in League Two is Danny Hilton. Um, that's yeah, the only yeah. one. But even, I guess you could say, Telford to Crawler, because that came out of left field. But he's come from the Championship down. Has Telford had one season wonder? Possibly. Is he going to flop next season? Danny Hilton's been there and done it, so I think he's going to hit the ground running personally. So him and Smallwood, for me, uh, without a doubt, the soundings of the season. But Smallwood, just another level. It it really is, because he played, like I say, every game. And he captained his club at Championship level. So, yeah, we we could speak about him all day, because it's just so exciting and... We just want the season to start. I know we've got the, the friendly coming up at BP, haven't we, at the end of the week? So it'll be interesting to see who plays in that. And um, and yeah, any new faces quite possibly as well. So the the last new name as well, that's, well, not new name, but the last bit of recruitment was Charlie Wood signing a one-year deal. What do you know about him, Chris? I think well, I think most people do, you know, that he, he's come through the youth, youth team. Um, I think he's, he's had a loan at Osset, but he's someone that's very, very exciting. I, 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 you know, I'd be very surprised if there's not many people, like I said, that, that know anything about him. He's um, he's certainly the one that I think we wanted to sign. I'm still waiting on these other other lads, though, by the way, that are going to be signing. I'm hoping that that's going to come out soon. I don't know when that's going to be. I thought that maybe we might have heard by Monday about who, you know, the, who those players were and whether they've signed the contract. Um, but to get Charlie Wood over the of the line is is massive for me. I, I think that he will be a part of the squad. Well, I know he's part of the squad anyway, but I think he will be part of the match day squad for next season. Not sure I quite agree. Um, I hear what you're saying, but it's not something that fills me with massive um, amounts of excitement, to be honest, because we've not really heard much of him um, doing much in the youth teams. I know he's been on loan to Osset, I think, last season, like you mentioned, but it's not something that, I know that sounds really negative, to be honest, but I'm going to be honest. That's what we're always like on these events. So, don't feel yeah. really excited. And I, I don't feel like he's going to get near the team. It needs more first team action elsewhere. On more yeah. I, I, I'm, yeah, maybe, maybe. But again, it's probably that we haven't looked much at the youth team as well. So, that might be part of it. But he has been a consistent um, for the youth team for quite a few years now. So, um there, there seems to be a lot of um, support for him going forwards. It seems to be that the club are see him as um, definitely a prospect for us. So I, I would be interested. Maybe, maybe in the uh, in the uh, Mickey Mouse Cup, he might play a couple of games. Yeah, yeah. And, and like you say, we're investing in youth now. The under 19s that the team from from last season that did so well. A few of them are going to sign. I won't. I won't be surprised if you saw that coming this week, um, including the goalkeeper that's been in training. So I imagine he's already signed. So that's um, Heath Richardson, I believe it's called. So it looks like that one's already over the line. It's just waiting for the other ones to confirm as well. But yeah, it's exciting, and it's about time we had somebody break through from the youth team. I've seen a lot of tweets recently about people saying who was the last person to prop- properly break through. Is it Danny Devine potentially? I don't know. Some people said Ollie McBurney, but he didn't really play many games for us. Some Someone said Joe Colbeck. So it doesn't happen a lot for us, does it? Um, and we're just hoping that it does, I guess. And I think sometimes with that hope, you put blind faith into the players that are coming through from the youth, like 
expect him to be in the first squad, but nine times out of ten, they just haven't been good enough. Look at Motley Henry, for example. But again, I don't want to sound really negative because these young lads have done really well and I want them to come in and do and do something for the first team and get a couple of games and, and, and see. They need blood in into first-team football. Again, whether that's on loan or with our team, who knows. But what I will say is the way that this squad's building... I don't think we've got them in mind to be in the first team squad. Um, we've signed a lot of young players from elsewhere to come in that are on the periphery of the squad anyway. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see who signs and if any of them get anywhere near the first team squad. So that's a bit about the recruitment. I'm losing my voice a little bit, so I'm going to have a drink. So, Chris, take over. <laughs> he's panicking because it's live. That's that's the problem. That's why he's. Not. Yeah, but I mean. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, to go to go back on the youth side, you're right, and and I think obviously, you know, we have brought in that low manager to, to 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 deal with that. So we've got a lot of the players that have, you know, have got that potential, um, and maybe that is where a lot of the youth players we do need youth players to come through, you know, rather than, you know, them all going to Premiership clubs. But I mean, obviously, there's nothing, not a lot we can do about that. But um, it would be really good to just have a youth player. And hope that they support Bradford as well and not support yeah. something like that other team. Well, I know Bobby Poynton does because he's been going away with the Shipley Bantam since he's been about seven o'clock. Right. Seven o'clock? Seven, seven years old. Seven o'clock. There we go. He's been seven years old. So, um, yeah, he's been following him for years. So, it would be lovely that and lovely for his family and what have you if it does happen. So, fingers crossed. I know we speak about him a lot, um, but we've got a little bit of a soft spot for Bobby. Who knows? Might even sponsor him if, if a club let us. We'll see. Shall we go with that one? Um, so, talking from youth now to old age, and we're going to talk about a certain Mr. Derbyshire um, that's been linked with us. So, have you heard anything about this, Chris? Because it's been sort of circling on Twitter about Matt Derbyshire. Thoughts? He's been playing in Cyprus, hasn't he? I believe. <sighs> yeah, he has. Or was it Greece? Yeah, one of the two, anyway. Um, 36 years old. Kind of passed it for me. Um, I, I think I'd be disappointed if we bring in Derbyshire. There has been rumours. There's there's been quite a lot of talk about him coming in. Um, I would just like to think that we could bring in a better striker. If, in all honesty, um, I know that we mentioned a few weeks ago about having an older head in, and you know maybe Derbyshire's that man. But I I don't know. I just think it would be. Yeah, I, I mean. Bloody hell, when you think about Derbyshire, you think about 15, 16 years ago when he was, you know, he was half decent. I mean, just really? as like Shea's just put as well. Um, any truth in the Benzema rumours? Um, apparently not. Apparently we pulled out on that one. Um, I think he wanted an extra naan bread, so a week, but we just decided against that one. So, um, but yeah, I mean, what do you think to Derbyshire? I mean, for me, I'm, I'm not overly... I'm... I'm no, for me. I don't know. I, th- I feel like he's, like you said, it, does it fit with the recruitment strategy that we've seen so far? Potentially not, but do we need some older heads in the camp now? And I know I've been one that's saying, no, I don't think we do, but maybe we do. But is it, I mean, we've got Andy Cook there. Is it? Is it a much, a much of a muchness? Because he's not going to be very mobile, is he, nowadays at his age? He's not going to be the quickest or, I don't know. It just The only thing that the link is, because he was Colin Doyle's best man, I think, at his wedding. So they're very good mates. And it might be that they want to retire together. Is it a pull at our level? Potentially, I think it is. And could he hit the ground running for one season and score a lot of goals? Yes, with the right service. But I believe that the way that he's played in his career is by people crossing the ball in. And I don't feel like that's what we're going to be doing next season. So I don't I don't think there's much in that one, personally. 
But there's other strikers out there um, that we could potentially go for. Somebody's put um, John Marquis, um, who I think is our contract. And there's a couple others out there as well. Telford's obviously gone now. So, I don't know. I'd like to see somebody quick, personally. Um, somebody nippy, Nakiwell's mould is, is something that I'd like to see next season, um, rather than the ageing strikers that we've seen before. They haven't done particularly well at Rapid City when they've come to play for us, barring maybe Windass, Peter Thorne and a c- couple of others. Yeah, I'll tell you what, one thing I will mention, though, um, we have been quite, uh, I won't say abusive, but we've been quite critical about Cook and looking at pictures of him in training, it looks like he's, you know, he's lift, you know, got rid of that, you know, that the weight that he had. So, do we give him another chance? I think it looks like he probably is getting that chance. Maybe I should do a bit of a Rodney Marsh and put something on the line about this Andy Cook situation because all I've been doing is um, I've been slating him and, I, and all of these podcasts. And it's not slating him, but I just feel like we can do better personally. I feel like the pull that we've got now, bringing players in like Smallwood, I feel like they're better out there than, than Andy Cook. And again, that might sound a bit arrogant and maybe I'm being a bit naive possibly. And he did score um, 15 goals, whatever it was, and he, he did it the season before where he scored goals. But... I just don't feel like he's going to suit the way that we're going to play. And I know people love him. Again, he's a little bit Marmite, but I feel like, again, like we could probably do better. And that's just my opinion. So, for me, if he starts us next season, Andy Cook is not going to score more than 10 goals. Now, we'll do something in another pod and we'll decide maybe what I've got to do in regards to that, whether it's shaving my head or whatever it is, getting caught. Oh, here we go. Let's go with that. Let's go with that one. But I just can't see it. I really can't. So, we'll have to see. Yeah, I, yeah I, I think we definitely need to do some of that for you, um, not myself. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, looking at, you know, again, he does look like he's lost a lot of weight, so I'm quite happy with that. And uh, Adam looks like he's, I don't know. You put yourself on mute, mate. <laughs> muted. I'm muted. Oh, oh my word. Do you know what? Do you know when, when people watch this, right? When they watch the podcast and you wonder why there's certain cuts, okay, this is part of the reason why because it never goes to plan. It's me, and it's all me generally because like, I'm, I don't know, I'm always doing something or something's going wrong. My battery was running out of my laptop then, so that's why I was leaning back like a fool. So there we go. Somebody's saying that Andy Cook is going to be our top scorer this season. Um, so we'll have to see on that one. And somebody's saying. I'm not going to read that one now, actually. <laughs> not going to do that, mate. I do that anyway. So I, don't worry I was going to say, yeah, should do, do anyway. That. Do that anyway. Um, so just the last couple of rumours as well. Sol Bamba, is there anything in that? Because there's a Middlesbrough link in there. Do we think that's going to happen? Because he's, he's like, must be 50 odd. You're, you're old now. Sure. <laughs> well, to be fair, he came <clears> back. Um, was it? Was it? Was it Middlesbrough? His last club. Uh, and he, he actually had a really good seat. I, I want to say it was because Warnock signs him for absolutely everywhere. Yeah, uh, and I think it was Middlesbrough, I might be wrong. But um, yeah, yeah, but he did have a very good couple of seasons. Because uh, if I'm right, did he come back from cancer? I want to say that he came back from, he had, he had cancer and he, he came have, back. I think you're right. He did have yeah. some sort of ailment, yeah. Yeah, so uh, someone's put breaking news. Saul Bamba's retired age 76. Um, I would be very surprised if he comes in. I would be really surprised. I don't, uh, unless he's going to be back up. I think we're both still hopeful that Onasina's coming in. Whether that's going to happen, 
I don't know. And we genuinely, guys, we genuinely do not know. So when <laughs> so when Adam gets a bit giddy and says, I'm a bit excited and think we're going to sign someone today, doesn't necessarily mean that that's going to happen. All right? So... Um, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I'm hoping. I'm just praying and hoping. I mean, there's been a Stockport link, haven't there, now with uh, Odyssey, you know, but if he's got any ambition, he wants to sign for Mark Hughes at Bradford City, doesn't it? Let's be honest with, it, <laughs> with ourselves. So, Odyssey, I've made a song for you. If you're watching this, mate, we've got you a song. Anything that you want, we'll take you out for a meal. Um, we're not going to buy your house because we can't afford that, but whatever your wish is, it's, it's our command um, at the just... event, so... Please yeah, you just it. have to make Please. sure that you say, sing his name right as well, because you didn't sing it yeah. right, did you? I'm pronouncing it wrong, wasn't I? I know, I know it's still everybody's loving the song though, mate. And I, I did win. So just point out it's one nil. And we're gonna get on to the next challenge in a bit. But it is one nil, Chris. Um, and people did like my song better. But there we go. Well, that's there fair enough. So um talking on then, any other news at Bradford City? So we've got the Derby friendly that let's be honest, it was a letdown, but what I would say is, and I did tweet this. The club never built it up or promised it was going to be anything special. They just left the date blank. So for me, I am going to I'm going to say I'm disappointed. Um, I was expecting a bigger team in pre-season. Newcastle was banded about at one point. Thoughts, mate? I think if somebody was to create an out of context city event page, then this would probably be something that would feature on it because it, I've been I've been saying it'll definitely be um, a Premiership team and. Yep. Derby. Yeah. Um, I know people were quite excited because obviously Wayne Rooney, but Wayne Rooney's now gone. Um, yeah, whatever. Listen, whether they've got any players or not by that point, it'll be interesting, won't it? But um, Well, I think the um, there's a new consortium that's just agreed to purchase them again, some sort of Derbyshire links. So it's some something local. So to be honest with you, club that have got a lot of history, um, wish them all the best and they hope they get out of it and, and manage to sort of fulfil the fixtures and don't get any of the point deductions, to be fair. The only team that I want that happen to, I'm not going to mention the name, but you probably know who that is, uh, Chris, to be fair. But yeah, we'll, we'll have to see what happens with Derby. I, th- I feel like the problem is now, the club have probably thought, oh yeah, with the Wayne Rooney link, all Man United fans will maybe come and watch because you've got Mark Hughes, Wayne Rooney, Man United. You've got a lot of Man United fans in Bradford and West Yorkshire, let's be honest. But they're not going to turn up now. So is it a bit of a, a damp squib? Possibly. Um, but we'll have to see. Uh, but yeah, yeah I, think- I think that's a, probably a fair point, to be honest. And maybe that was kind of the thinking Thinking back was that, you know, that, that might have brought in a few more faces. I think probably the news this week that Rooney's gone is uh, probably surprised a lot of people. Probably doesn't give it much... Much excitement. I mean, the two home games. I was. I. I know that Premiership teams do go abroad and all of that, but I still expected that we might see someone. Uh, I know we've got Sunderland who have gone up to the Championship, but still, I. I, I think it could have been a bit of a bonanza, to be honest. Yeah, I like that bonanza. A bantam's bonanza. A bantam's bonanza. Oh, I tell you what, John makes a good comment, and I'm going to read this one out from the chat. So what he's saying is. He's saying it boils down to: Do you want to play friendly for ticket money, or do you want a proper match day experience to get them, you know, into next season? Because when you look at the teams that we're playing, they're all at a very similar level to where we are. Is that good match experience? I mean, some of them are when you look at Bradford Park Avenue, but there are teams that are League One in and around us. So, is that a better strategy this season, possibly? You know, to play um, some teams that we're going to be expecting to play against. 
I could, I, yeah, 50 50 for me. Uh, I can't, I can't, I totally take that view. You know, you, you probably do, you know, you probably do want to play a team that's a little bit higher up than us and play the first team and, 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 you know, see what we can do with it rather than getting slaughtered by, you know, another team. However, does that extra game really cost us when it could potentially bring in? 300 400 grand i'm not saying it would but you know that, that there is that potential that we could you know make a bit of an earner from it i don't know i don't know um but yeah i think we just we just move on from that one to be yeah, honest I, if anybody's joined late and they keep saying that i'm having a drink of um water there it's just going up juices that guys so don't panic um I've, I've told everybody else prior to this that's what we're drinking anybody that's not watching i keep having a drink and mute myself because i've got a bit of a tickle but there you go chris is only going up juice now as well so um in other news we spoke about the away kit now i was kind of expecting that to be announced because last year we did it 10 days after i feel like we do that quite often so we do it about 10 days after the home kit and then the, the third kit's then generally a week after that. There's nothing as yet that's come out on the Twitter feed. Um, but there has been some interesting comments and interesting thoughts on the uh, the away kit, first of all. So somebody has said that they're expecting black and white stripes. Um, and then somebody else has said like an ombre, sort of like a grey and a white ombre sort of style kit. So where the colour sort of fades into each other. I mean, when you look at those little icons uh, on the, the club website to the club shop, potentially the ombre could have legs because you can see it kind of blended in like a word out sort of thing. I mean, black and white, what were we thinking, Chris? Because it's baffling me. I don't think it is. I think maybe the club are uh, toying with us a little bit, if I'm honest. I don't think it's going to be that. I don't think it'll be black and white. I'd be very surprised. I mean, where would the Claren Amber go in there? I just don't, I don't see that being the case. Um I mean, it'd be, it would be a change. I mean, if anybody could tell me, I, I cannot remember a black and white shirt. In fact, have we ever had one? Um, no, I, I, yeah, Scott's just put, I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be maybe like a grey and white, similar yeah. to what we've had in recent years, to be honest. Um, yeah. And then, then the third kit, we're thinking, I know you said red and yellow. I don't know where you were getting that from. You also had a few beers when you looked, mate, but it looks like... <laughs> It looks like it's a blue, a blue and maybe amber or blue and black sort of thing. So I think the third kit is going to be the best. I've just got a feeling. I really do. Oh, somebody's put, I've seen it. Oh, wait up a minute. So we've got a, me a message in the chat saying, I've seen it. It's black and white stripes. And the third is navy blue. Now, are you happy with me to read your name out or do you want to stay anonymous? Because nah, I don't keep want to it anonymous. Keep it keep anonymous. anonymous. I'm not getting bothered. But somebody's confirmed on the chat that he's seen it somehow. And it's black and white stripes. So it is black and white stripes. So well, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, listen, that's just a comment. We don't know. We don't know, do we? So we'll see. But that's there we go. we'll that's see. Interesting, isn't it? Yeah, wow. yeah. Okay, we'll have to see. I mean, we've had black, obviously, haven't we? Because I've got the Nike one that I really liked from um, that, that that season. You know, we had the checkerboard. They did a black yeah. one, and I really yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. That was full on black, and I thought it was really classy. Um, so we'll have to see. Um, somebody's saying the chat's public, so everybody can see it anyway. So yeah, whoever it is. They put the neck on the line. They said it's black and white stripes. So we'll have to see. Um, so if you didn't know that the the, uh, the chat was public, now you know. So if there's anything you don't want to put on there, what <laughs> week so everybody can see it. Um, so any other rumours? We don't have anything else. I don't think at the moment, do we, Chris? I think that's about it. That's it. I mean, I I almost feel that to be honest with you, our transfer well business is almost done. I do. I think maybe two. I maybe think three. Two. Do you I think, think three? three? Yeah, because yeah, we're going to see some going out. 
we're going to see three to four going out, maybe more, maybe on loan, some of them. Um, when I say four, I mean maybe three of the first team squad and then you're looking at maybe some of the younger lads going out as well. Because I think Threlkeld, possibly. Um, Kelleher. Who else were I thinking of? Can't think now, but uh, Finkels and Dawson, Key and Scales, uh, yeah. maybe Scorton as well. So you're looking at maybe five there. And, uh, you know, I've said about Andy Cook possibly as well. I don't think he will now, maybe, because it's getting closer and closer. But, yeah, we'll have to see. Um, so somebody just mentioned about the shirt. Yes, Ryan Sparks did say there'll be clout and amber on every shirt, but that could just be like a little a flash on the collar or like something on the sleeves maybe. Um, but, yeah, we, we do think that our colours are going to be on every, sh every shirt. So if it is black and white, I can't quite see how that's going to work. So if whoever's seen it, if you can let us know where the claret number is and what we're expecting from it, that'd be great. Maybe it's just, I don't know, something like I say, a bit of ribbon on the end of the shirt. So um, any other news? I mean, you've seen on Twitter that I've been caravanning over the weekend and meeting, <laughs> meeting some fans, you know, a few fans of that. No, but yeah, to, to be fair, the, the guy that, that got a picture of me, I'd, I've known him for years and he said, oh, it'd be really funny if we get a picture and all that. But yeah, really fun apart from the hair fever. And what I would say is as well, Try not to comment on people's appearances, even if you're just having a joke and stuff like that, if you don't know them, because, you know, people can take these things to heart. So let's just remember to be kind on Twitter, because we do get carried away sometimes, even if we don't mean to. So just thought I'd mention that one. But yeah, for me, really good weekend. Uh, I was suffering a bit this morning, but I'm back to it now. I'm OK. Chris, what have you been up to? Uh, I went to Chemical Brothers last night, and then today I've gone and watched uh, England finish off New Zealand. Johnny Best, eh? knocking them all over again. Mashed them for pieces. Bradford boy, isn't he, as well, Johnny? Ah, he is a Bradford boy. Indeed, he, he is. Bradford boy yeah. still winning. Bradford boy still winning. So, there we go. No, Matt, I'm glad you've had a good weekend. So, the next thing is the challenge, Chris. Are you ready right. for this? I am. So, I don't know if anybody is familiar with the concept of um, Chubby Bunny, where you've got marshmallows. And essentially, what you've got to do is you've got to fit as many as you can in your mouth and say the word Chubby Bunny. Until a point that you can't say it or that you lose any marshmallows out your mouth, that's when you lose. However, we're going to change it into a Bradford version and we're going to say, I can't even say it right now, but we're going to say Benito Carboni because this is going to be on the podcast as well. So you guys that are listening are going to be like, what is going on? So basically what we're going to do is me and Chris are going to take it in, uh, in turns to put a marshmallow in our mouth and we're going to keep doing it until one of us can no longer do that. And we've got to say the word Benito Carboni. Okay, so are you starting first, mate, or am I? <clears throat> oh, look at that. He's done this before. He's putting them right back. Well, I mean, look, I've got chipmunk cheek. Oh, right, Benito Carboni. Benito Carboni. Save these for the winter. You do look like a chipmunk. Benito Carboni. Right. Benito Carboni. Oh, you sound like you're struggling already, mate. I am. Benito Carboni. Benito Carboni. So it's three all at the minute. Oh, not too bad, actually. He's pushing it in. Benito Carvone. That's four for Chris. Benito Carvone. Four all. 
somebody's going to die live on YouTube. You're actually right. Yeah. Yeah. Chris is going for his fifth, but it looks like he's really struggling to get it in. He's uh -huh. had bigger things in his mouth than this as well, you know. <laughs> oh. For Nicho Calvone. So Chris has got his fifth in, but he's looking like he's not going to get any more in. I've got another one. Benito Carboni, five all. I like a redneck. Carsey. <laughs> Go on, mate. <laughs> Can't watch you. So this is Chris's sixth. Oh, it's awful the noises. Oh, no. Whose decision was this? Benito Carboni. Oh, he's struggling. That's his last one. Is that, is that six, yeah? Or five? Yeah. Six. Benito Carbone. Look like we're into dentist. Oh. So Chris is going for his seventh now. Don't swallow any. Oh, this is horrendous to watch. Uh, Benito Carbone. <laughs> is that seven? Wow. Mm -hmm. Venator Carbone. That is seven all. I think I'm done after this. Somebody's saying you're mash and all those are bigger. I don't think they are. They're saying mm. one. You're going to go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> go. We need to do one for the win. So you're eight and this is nine, nine. Yours are much smaller than mine. Yeah. <laughs> Boo, you're absolutely right, mate. Beetle, <laughs> Oh, no! Definitely not. Do I win? Do I win? Decide... I think people can decide on that one. Andy says no. Is that a score draw? I can't do that again. That would disgust him. No, no, no. That's that's. I think we'll call that a draw, mate. <laughs> well, for anybody that's listening along to that, I really do apologise in advance. Um, so we both got to eight, and then that was it. Although. We'll get let VAR get involved. And anybody on Twitter can let us know if you did think one of us won, or if you did think it was in fact a draw. But fair play, mate. That were pretty disgusting, wasn't it? See, again, more people are saying mine were definitely bigger. Yeah. Well, they would say yours is bigger, Chris, wouldn't they? Well, they would, yeah, of course they would. They would, they would say that. Um, so that is the end of the challenge. It's looking like a possible score draw at the minute, but we will put the uh the 
the, what's it called? The poll out on you on the Twitter, so you can let us know your thought. One, and if you hated every second of it, you can let us know as well. If you're eating your tea, really sorry about that. If you've got any idea of any other challenges you want us to do, maybe hot sauces, um, whatever, and we'll do it on these. There's a water one in as well when you make each other laugh. That was bad enough, but that was bad enough. If you've got any ideas for us, please let us know, guys, and we're, we're happy to do them over the coming weeks. All right, so that is the end of the challenge. Let's compose ourselves and let's talk a little bit about season ticket prices because obviously there's this big thing about Bradford City having the, the cheap season tickets and that's where we get so many fans and blah, blah, blah. But we're not actually the cheapest season ticket anymore, are we? No, we're not. Um, I think we are fourth cheapest, which, yeah, all right, there's not much. But... Um... To be fair, looking at the prices of season tickets nowadays, you know, I mean, now it's obviously one nine eight. I haven't yeah. forgotten that. Uh, you know, you've got highs of like, what is it, Hartlepool? To be fair, three hundred and eighty quid. That's ridiculous. Um, and you've got, you know, you've got. There seems to be the highest is around about that kind of price, which is is. But then we always just seem to get, you know, it always seems to be. Oh well, no wonder you sell so many season tickets because of the price. Uh, that bores me. That really bores me, does that conversation, you know. I mean, yeah, it's just one of those, isn't it? Yeah, I think, um, like I say, a lot of clubs have come forward now. Markham, Markham are doing some really cheap ones. I think there's 150 for some standing tickets in uh, League One. But you've got to watch Derek Adams football, so I won't go for free. <laughs> yeah. not go for free, so they can have the tickets. But, yeah, I think it's a bit of a myth now. And I don't know why anybody ever slates um, um, cheap tickets. It's a good thing. Football should be affordable for everybody. We've got enough seats to fulfil it, so it's a good thing. So I don't care what anybody says. Could the atmosphere potentially be better? Yes, but does that mean that we've got to watch good football for the atmosphere to be good? Yes. So I think next season it's going to be totally different down at Valley Parade and we've sold more tickets and it's going to be good next season. I can't wait for it. I honestly, just I know I've got a lot of things going on over the summer, but I can't wait for the season to start. It's really, really exciting, isn't it, mate? Adam, tell us where you think we're going to finish up. Uh, currently, like, let's just say right. this team, I tell you what, I might even include Timmy in this one. Yeah. We get Timmy on the scene. Again, we do not know, so don't count us on this one. If we were to sign him, and I'll tell you what, I'll throw in Derbyshire for you as well, because yep. why not? Uh, where are we finishing in this league? Top three. Balls on the table, top three. I, I, honestly... If this squad plays as it did last season for the last sort of you know few games under Hughes and it hits the ground running with these new signings, we're going to be playing exciting football next season. We're going to play teams off the park. We've got strength in depth, top three. Without loads of injuries, we're going to be a top three team. I'm very convinced of that. And I know people say, get your rose-tinted glasses off. We've not done that much. We have. I know we're signing a lot of younger players, but they're young, exciting players that are going to that are winner, are winners, I guess. We're going up top three for me. Chris, I'll put it back to you. I'm going to go with, I can't believe I'm doing this because I'm usually so negative as well, believe it or not. Even though on the podcast I've been pretty much quite positive with all the signings, but I'm going to go, I'm going to do it. I'm going to, do you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to say it. Go Champ, champions. Champions. Let's have a quick drink again of this going up juice, Chris. But what I will say is that somebody's made a good comment. Five subs next season. And if we've got this strength in depth, exactly. will that play into our hands, you know? Exactly that. And, you, you know, that's that's where I, I think that, 
you know, a lot of clubs are going to struggle. We do have that depth. Uh, yeah. We can bring in a lot of exciting uh, midfielders, uh, potentially forwards to come in. Yeah. Um, I, it, we could change a game. You know, we could be 3 0 down at half time. We could bring on three, four players, completely change the game. So, Let's see. I, I, I just think there's more depth in our squad than the the most squads. You know, I mean, you look at you obviously you look at like Stockports, which I'm still slightly worried. I know they've, I think that they might bring in a couple more players, but for me, I think that that is going to be. I, I think we're going to do it. Oh yeah. I, do you know what, mate? No squad worries me. No team worries me in this league. I know people say they're coming up money bags. If Wrexham had come up, I would have been probably slightly worried about Wrexham. I think. Yeah. But. I, I, nobody worries me. Nobody concerns me really. On paper, yeah, you look at Salford, Stockport's probably maybe stop the book. Maybe Walsall done some good business, to be fair to them. Um, but I don't feel like they play the particular nice brand of football. It's all one nils, you know, uh, wins or defeats and things like that. But nobody, nobody frightens me at all. I feel like we have got the best squad in the league, and we will have um, when we sign some more players. I, I do think that we're going to see at least three more coming. I really do. I, I can just see it. And I think we're going to see something this week as a minimum. There's going to be more players coming. Odessina, I feel like we've already signed him. I feel like he's coming in. I don't know that, but I do. I feel it in my waters. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like top three and it's more than achievable. And do you know what? We should expect top three as well this season with how that recruitment's gone. I don't think we should expect anything less. Yeah. Yeah, completely agree. And that's where it needs to be. Um, you mentioned three players. What positions would you bring in? So I've said this Wax lyrical, I love that phrase, but I say it every week, right back. We need a right back that's competitive, that's a good top quality right back for this division. I feel like that is almost the main missing piece of the jigsaw at the minute because striker, we've got some depth there. Um, you've got Angle, who I love. You've got Harrett, who I cannot wait to see. You've got Cook in there as well. And I think Young plays as a striker. So you've got four there. Right back, you've got Hendry really. I mean, I'm not going to make any disrespect to the other ones but we need a right back it's massively important I feel like we need a bit more depth at centre back as well people have been there and done it <clears throat> Odyssey, uh, and I also possibly think that we might need somebody maybe right wing um, I know we've got uh, Osadibe that can play there and Jamie Walker but I don't think there's many uh, other uh, players that are um, naturally on that side so what about you mate what about if you could I mean Dion Pereira yeah somebody mentioned that in the chat please, please. yeah that, so yeah. Pick three players. Um, right back wise, I couldn't really tell you anybody off the top of my head, but Dion Pereira for that right wing position. I mean, back, yeah. Go on then. And your last one, and your last player. Uh, right back, I don't know. I, I couldn't tell right. you one off the top of my head. What about so, you? One, one thing that we haven't really talked about is what if we play 3 5 2 next season? I can't see it under him though, because we didn't play that system, did we? Yeah, but I mean, that was because of the players that he had available to him. You know, yeah. it's something that we haven't looked at. I mean, we haven't mm. played three five two in years. Usually, we play with him back, but you know, you could then put like uh, Levi, like a right wing back. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, if you have those three three defenders, you know, Odessina, um, you know, the other two as well, Richlow and yeah, um, then I think they'd be strong enough. But yeah, maybe that's the maybe that's why. We're not spending so much time looking for a right back. We're looking for a central defender. You know what, though, I mentioned this on the space. Your fullbacks at this level are two of the most important positions, especially the way that I think we're going to play, because of pivotal. That if we're going to be playing football from the back. You need everybody across that back four to be able to do that. You're looking at your defenders. 
Um, I'd say I'd say Folds and Rydall can. Maybe we could improve on them, but I feel like they can play football. Folds is probably better with the ball at his feet. Centre-backs, <clears throat> Platt and Critchlow can both play football. They're both ball-playing centre-backs. Hendry isn't. So that's what I'm saying. I feel like that you, you need that. If we're going to play football from the back, you need all of them that can do that. Um, you obviously need them to be able to defend as well, but if we're going to be on the front foot and we're expecting to go forward, every player in that squad needs to be comfortable with the ball at the feet and not just want to go every time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I I, I don't always get the abuse of Rydal, if I'm honest. I always think that when he comes in, he, he's actually... He's, he's, I mean, there's been a few games last season that I think he was probably our best player. Um, likes to get, you know, he worked, you know, quite well with, um, with Vernon, but I, it crosses into the box. He was, he was great. I, I actually do think that he's, he's quite a good player. It's interesting. Um, I do rate him. Um, and I do, I do like him. I think he's a good professional uh, and he's a good pro to around the, the lads and stuff because he's a bit older, he's been there and done it. I just, maybe do, could we get better? But again, is he going to thrive more under under Hughes in a new system? You know, is he going to be our starting fullback? I think he will be, you know, overfold personal. I think Rydell will be the man. Oh, without a doubt. Um, but right back, we need a new one, mate. We really do. You know, um, and do we need another exciting player to come in as well? Do you know, some a bit of a... Marquee signing, somebody like McCurdy. I know a little split opinion, but is that don't start those rumors out? It, they'll be everywhere. Yeah, people are people saying on Twitter now, small talk will be putting on. Oh, McCurdy, uh, but no, I mean, there's, there's there's players out there that you, you want to sign, you know what I mean? Like, uh, that are marquee at this level. Um, do we need somebody like that to come in to people to think, wow, or is small with that man? Are we going to see Mark Pereira? Could he be that man? You know. Yeah. Somebody just put that Stockport are announcing another signing at seven. And they, they seem to be signing some good players, but they're not frightening me at the minute still. I can't say they are. Well, we'll see. I mean, it, that might be Timmy Odyssey, to be honest. Do you know another player I want to talk about is Gilly? Because I saw a tweet last week when Smallwood signed. Somebody responded to it and said, that is the best thing that you've done for this club. And it, I think they tagged him in the tweet. And I thought, how disrespectful is that? I mean... Yeah, let's say in his tenure at Bradford City, he's been here twice now. It, maybe he's not pulled up trees, but I feel like he had a really good ending to last season. And, you know, looking at that de- defensive midfield role, I felt like it really suited him. And even at fullback, is Alex Gilead going to feature quite a lot for us next season? And are you a fan of Alex Gilead? Yeah, I am. Um, I, it's a strange one because I watched a reasonable amount of Scunthorpe the year before, and uh, just because it was on. TV slash whatever, um, but they they were always. I'll use the line that you said, wax lyrical about Gilead, and said you know that he wouldn't be at that club in the summer and he'd be at League One because he's too good. Are we? I don't think we've really. I don't know whether it's that we haven't used him properly, but I was really excited when he came in last summer. Um, he, he was our marquee signing last summer. Let's not forget that he was the one that we went like with the the marketing campaign around him signing. He was the main, you know, signing. And it just <clears throat> it just didn't happen, did it? But I don't blame him for that. I blame Derek Adams with the way he played him. He just didn't seem to have the freedom because he's a player that needs freedom to maybe run forward with the ball or because he is very good at that. Um, he's got really good technique. He came from Newcastle system, of course. But yeah, any, any further thoughts, mate? I, yeah, I, I think we've just got to... I think Hughes likes him. I do think that he'll be part of the team. 
Um, there's been random bits and pieces of what he's mentioned about him. So I do think that I, th- I think he'll be a big part of this team. Hopefully we will see the player that Scunthorpe saw the year before and not the player that we saw the first time round where he was rather disappointing. But I, yeah, I just there's something else. There's something else there and we need to support him. Yeah, I agree. And I just I just think he's going to be a big part of the squad next season. I think Hughes likes Gilly and I feel like he can use him a lot. He's a bit like Sutton, like you mentioned, as a utility man. He can play all over the place and I feel like we'll see a lot of him, a lot of him next season. But we've got a lot of players now, you know, that can play in behind that front three. And it'll be so interesting to see on that first day how we line up because yeah. right now I couldn't call it. I honestly couldn't call it. Apart from Jamie Walker for me, he's at number 10. He's at number 10 for us. And I think Smallwood is in behind him. But that front three... The other two, no idea, because you've got Issa, you've got um, you've got Young. Um, who else have you got that can play in behind? Remind me. You've also got Dizzy, uh, Dizzy, Dizzy. yeah. You've got Harrett. You've got um, obviously you know, Angola. Yeah, you, you, there's a, there's a lot there's a lot of options there. I know that people are still saying we need to bring in more strikers. Whether that will be the case, I'm not sure. But um, yeah, I, 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 no one ever mentions about Issa as well. Chapman, 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 Chapman. of course, well, Chapman. And, and again, if, you, if you, Jamie Walker's a number ten, where, where's Chapman going to play? Is he going? Is he going to play on the right hand side? Sorry about that. How can we forget about Chapman? Because that is yeah. a real bit of business as well, and he, he's going to be pivotal. So is he going to be in that number ten position? And where does that leave Jamie Walker? Is he? Is he going to play off the main striker? Are we going to play with two wingers? Without that, are we going to do like a bit of a four? Who knows? It's yeah. baffling, isn't it? That one actually, when you think about it. Who gets in your team, Walker or Chapman at number 10? If you have to pick one of them. Uh, it'd have to be Walker. Would it? See, I mean, that's just thrown a curveball for me because Chapman is brilliant. Um, but somebody said, could he go to the right back? I feel like he's more natural as a number 10, isn't he, Chapman? From what I've seen. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I think I think uh, for me, it's got to be Walker. Walker's got yeah. to be in that team. Yeah. Um, can't think of it. Yeah, he's put Chapman's left wing, not right wing. So is he? Is he left-footed, Chapman? Is he a left-footed player? Yeah. I can't so remember. I thought he played him behind. I thought he were number ten. He he's, left, he's a left foot. So he's he's ba- oh yeah, because yeah, he it's what people were saying that he was basically a replacement for Vernon, weren't they? So mm-hmm. um, yeah. So we don't need to worry too much about that one, really. No, it's interesting though because if. I mean, if you get Pereira on that right wing and you've got Chapman, Walker, Pereira and Angle and Harrett up top like one or the other, that is absolutely frightening. That is absolutely frightening. So, we'll have to see. But I, I still think there's more recruitment to be done. Maybe a striker, just for depth, because if Angle gets injured and Cook and, and then you've got Harrett and that's it, pretty much. And obviously, you've got Young as well. But, you know, do we need a marquee up top? Is Derbyshire that man? We'll, we'll have to wait and see on that one and, and other recruitment as well. Maybe seven o'clock might bear some fruit. We shall see. Wow. Um, so just looking um, at obviously the coming weeks and months. So we've got the pre-season to get out of the way. We've got Bradford Park Avenue coming up first. Lads are going away on the uh, the tour in Alicante as well. And other friendlies as well have been confirmed. However, we're going to do a live podcast. I think we've sort of banded this idea about quite a lot. So the first home game of the season, which is the 30th of July. Correct me if I'm wrong, Chris. Yeah. 30th of July. We're going to do a live podcast at the Exchange Pub, um, which is, I think it's near Pizza Pieces. I can't remember. It's exactly next door, I think, isn't it? Which, which, by the way, we're not getting paid for this, but Pizza Pieces is awesome. Banging. So if, you, 
if you need something to eat when you've had a few beers, go in there. The slices are like size of me, basically. And also, you can take them into the pub as well, into the bar as well, to let you do that. So, yeah, so we, 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 the plan is we're going to do a live podcast. Um, to be honest, people can also ask us questions. We don't think we're celebrities, that we're not anything like that. It's just been nice to get together. <laughs> You're part from Adam, of course. I am. Um, but it'd just be nice to get together before the first game, have a few beers, have a little bit of a chat about football, how we think the summer is, but also for you guys to get involved and, and ask some questions and have a bit of a, a debate really about what we think is going to happen for City this season going forwards. And then I'm sure by quarter to five, we'll probably be crying again. But for the meantime, yeah, yeah. we'll see how it goes. But that's what we're looking at doing. Uh, well, I say we're looking at doing. We have confirmed that we are doing. So that will be the yeah. 30th of July. So we'll get some news out to you and sort of information about what times it's going to be. I imagine that we'll probably start at like 12, one-ish or something, and then we'll walk to the ground. Um, but it's just, we want you guys to get you know involved in it all, uh, interact with us, tell us about what you think, like like Chris said, about what's going to happen this season. Players that you think are going to stand out. We're looking to do uh, these quite often as well. We want a lot more live content. So, you know, some, so I'll read that message in a second. Uh, but we want to, you know, get out there and, and speak to you before the game. So don't be frightened to come up to us and... Um, you know, join in. I know there's a lot of people that do the same thing. Nova did one, didn't he, a couple of years ago, Nova Meets, and um, I think the City Vlogs lad are re- lads are really good as well. But we're going to do something similar, and we're going to do quite a few bits on away days. So if you subscribe to us on YouTube, you'll get all that content if you want. If you're Bradford City mad like us and you want to see anything we have in Bradford City, we're going to try and do as much as we can uh, this coming season. Um, so somebody said that you are Bradford celebs up there with Nick Kitchen and Charlie Murgatroyd. So... Esteemed <laughs> company there, Chris. What do you think of that? One? Oh, that is isn't that the creme de la creme, mate? Creme de la creme, it is. I feel oh, I'm getting all hot and flustered here. Thank you for that comment. It's it's so kind of you. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll have to we'll have to see. So yeah, if you have got any ideas about things that you want us to do, any content you want us to make, drop us a DM. We're always looking at DMs. We always respond to you guys. So please put some things across to us, and we'll we'll see what we can do. And that's the same with the challenges as well. Um, just one thing I did want to say that. On the last, um, so I think it was on the space that we're on, we were mentioning uh, mental health. Uh, obviously, a lot of us do suffer with mental health. Uh, we have issues with that. Um, somebody called Stan reached out to me, and he said that he feels like walking is really good for people with mental health. And we're potentially putting together maybe a walking club on the Sunday mornings after games. So if anybody's interested in being part of that and would be keen to get involved... Obviously, the likes of you that live in Australia and America, like Arizona Bantams, you can't. Um, but if anybody does live more local and wants to join us on that, please uh, let us know and we'll uh, we'll give you some details. Obviously, we're not going to arrange it until we, we have more information on it. But yeah, we're going to call it like city walks or Bantams walks and just do some sort of rural walking around uh, Bradford, Keithley and the surrounding areas. Um, and the other thing that I was going to mention was about the football tournament that we mentioned. Now... In fairness, this might not go ahead as planned. It might be delayed a little bit till maybe next summer just because of the shortness. I got a little bit overexcited about it, but we really want to do it because we want to do something for charity and, you know, give back. And we think it will just be really fun to get fans together. So you might have to wait for us on that. Uh, we might do a FIFA football tournament instead if anybody's interested or something along those lines and maybe raise money that way instead. But, but yeah, we're just trying to do more and more and just, you know, create content for you guys and hopefully you're enjoying it. If you are enjoying it, let us know. Uh, give us a like, subscribe, and let us know how you think it's going. Chris, anything to add? 
think that's it. It's uh, been an interesting one. Thanks, everyone, for being involved and getting on the chat. We've had certainly had a few laughs uh, along the way. Appreciate you guys. And as Adam said, please like the video, share it on all the platforms. If you don't have us on Twitter, make sure you follow us on Twitter. Um, and, yeah, thank you very much, guys, and uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah, thank you for joining us, guys. This has been a City Event, signing out. Goodbye for now. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavour. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.